Blog Talk Radio. The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Josh Rowland. He's the vice chairman of Lead Bank, which has three locations in the Kansas City area, including the Kansas City Crossroads. He's the executive director of Lead Business Advisors as well, which is a division of the bank. And prior to joining the bank in 2008, Josh practiced law at two American Lawyer 100 law firms as a commercial litigator focusing on on securities defense work. Today, he's here to talk about one of the bank's new initiatives called Grow Home. Welcome to the show today, Josh. Thank you, Kelly. It's great to be here. It's always good to have you, Josh. Okay, so Grow Home. Tell us about what that is. Well, it's in, in its essence, it's a way of celebrating and promoting the work, the unsung work that small businesses do in our communities to make our neighborhoods grow. It, that It's that simple. It's can we find a way to create a, an understanding in our communities about the true, meaningful, and deep impact that small business have? Yeah, well, you're preaching to the choir here because that's what we've been trying to do for 25 years, and I'm so happy that it's spreading to others as well. Now, you launched this in mid-April, and so far there's been two phases of it. Can you take us through what the first phase was and now what the second one is? Well, first we wanted to identify the core values of meaningful impact. And we talk a lot in this country about uh, small businesses as the engine of economic development. Right. But we wanted, to, we wanted to flesh that out. We wanted to talk more deeply, more emotionally, more personally from the perspective of the founders of those businesses, the managers of those businesses, what they're doing and how they make the decisions they did. So we went out and we started talking to people who had great stories to tell. Mm -hmm. And we identified just a selection. And and by no means did these people represent the only great stories that there are. But we found uh, a few people who had founded or revived or imagined uh, their business and were leading it. And we we gave them the opportunity through um, our Grow Home platform to tell their story. And it was tremendously effective in the sense that it started a conversation both uh, externally mm-hmm. and internally in those businesses about what they're doing, what, what it means to hire employees, what it means to train them, what it means to give them a place to work, and then the impact that that business has throughout the community and that those employees can feel like, can, can feel the importance of the connection that they're making. So that was phase one. And those were videos, right? That- well, some of them were videos, but um, but they were stories, just mm-hmm. in in some ways narratives okay. that the that the business owners told yeah. themselves. Okay, because I've seen some videos floating around out there on yeah. Facebook too. So, yeah, yeah. So that, then that really launched us into the second phase, and 
while we continue to look for businesses and we want to tell more stories, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be an ongoing feature is identifying companies that we think have a story to tell that's meaningful for others to hear. It, we, we started to try to think about what is the overall message and what are the values that we want to espouse? Because as a community bank that's focused on business, we believe that we have a, an ethical commitment mm-hmm. to small business, an ethical commitment to our communities, to the markets that we serve, and in general, because we have this important mission from, uh, through our charter from the state and federal governments. And so we wanted to find what the values, the, the emotional core of all that was, the ethical core. And so we launched uh, a month or so ago, we launched our Grow Home video, um, which is uh, really, it speaks to, it's an anthem, you know, that, That's you know, kind of a rallying anthem. cry yeah, for small business. But part of that, what is the m- coolest part of it, is we launched something that we call an impact calculator to go along with it. That, I think, is, is just a completely fun, interesting, and viral kind of thing that allows people and small businesses to really calculate the impact that they're making. Again, to put, to flesh that out, that notion of impact and give them a chance to enter just five pieces of data mm-hmm. about their business. And we've given them back some, some fun things and some very serious things right. for them to think about, about the impact that they're making in their communities. So this calculator, because I've seen it demonstrated, this calculator is out on your website currently, right? Yeah. Okay, so you can go out there and look at it. But as you said, you just have to input five key pieces of data. And can you tell us what those are? Sure. We, we ask you what state you're located in and whether you're located in the city of Kansas City, Missouri because mm-hmm. of the earnings tax. Right. We ask you your number of employees. We ask you your type of business, service manufacturing. We ask you your, um, your uh, gross income. And from that, we've identified a few things that um, we kind of calculate in the background mm-hmm. uh, that, that talk about things like, okay, with that kind of revenue – and that kind of employee base, what are you generating in terms of uh, teacher salaries, mm-hmm. paramedic salaries, um, roads? What, on the other hand, are you generating in terms of uh, nights out, uh, movie tickets, dinners purchased, pet adoptions? So we try to add both very serious things about um, what, what we're building together in our neighborhoods and our communities, but also get people to think about what it makes possible for their staff, their employees, their associates, and what, what residual impacts or what follow-on impacts, the ripple effect Absolutely. of a business and the way, it, the way it allows another business to grow, that restaurant, that movie theater, that uh, veterinarian, that teacher. Mm-hmm. How, does it, how does it have that follow-on effect? And that's really where we think the the beauty of the impact calculator is. Yeah, and and again, you're preaching to the choir here because I often think about, uh, you know, you pay a salary and you see it come out of your your uh, on your financials. You see the the line item for your employee salaries, but then you when you really stop and think about it, how many college educations maybe over the 25 years of my business have I helped to pay for, and what have those college graduates then gone on to do? You know, who might make the ma- next 
great discovery because they got that education that started because somebody worked at my business. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. incredible when you play it forward Mm -hmm. uh, so far into the future like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, here you have a a, a tool that can help business owners kind of see what that might look like. You know, one of our one of our grow home stories um, was um, a guy and he talked to me about it. He talked to me about the power of the calculator and he said, what I enjoy about it is that I can take it to my staff mm-hmm. and have a conversation about with my staff about what we're building together and, and in fact use it in a certain way to orient the company's strategic planning. Think about what we could do if we grew. Mm-hmm. Think about what we could do if we uh, made it a priority to add more jobs here. Think about the impact that we could have. Right. And really focus the staff beyond just their salary and beyond kind of an expectation that, or, a, or a sense that it's all for the owner's benefit. Think about it more broadly and the impact, as mm-hmm. you said, the college educations that we fund, the teacher salaries that we fund, the, the paramedics that we, that we allow to go to work every day. Right, who save lives. And, you know, I mean, it, it, you just keep going on and on and on right. with this. It, it's, it's kind of taking away some of the mystification about how that stuff actually happens and go beyond, going beyond that, you know, small businesses are the, are the job creators. And say, yeah, but there's more to it than that. Right. You know, and from an employee retention side, and I'm just going to get very business-like here, but from an employee retention side too, study after study shows that it's not always all about the compensation. In fact, most of the time it's not about the compensation. It's about feeling part of something larger. And on a day when when an employee just feels like they're going through the daily grind, if they, as you said, um, the business owner has shared this calculator or uh, shared this kind of um, mindset with their staff that we're really part of the impact that we have as our little business is so much broader than that report that you have to get out. That that helps, I think, um, really cement uh, an employee's um, loyalty and, and really just staying with a company that's uh, disposed to thinking like that. Yeah, I, I think that would be such a great result mm-hmm. for this, not only internally, but externally. To say that when I come to work at Thinking Bigger mm-hmm. Media, I I carry that out into my volunteer life, into my civic life, and and they have in that sense a platform from which to speak about the meaningful changes in our in our society and and necessary things. Mm-hmm. They are not just isolated, but they are they are impact makers in our communities and. To think that you know workers at every level would have that strength to go out and talk to a school board or an elected official and not feel uh, isolated and um, and alone and weak, but actually feel like I have a stake. I am a stakeholder because of what I do in that company every day. Right. That's powerful. It's incredibly powerful. And the other thing is I get business owners who will talk to me sometimes about, because in this community, uh, in Kansas City in particular, and I don't know if it's the influence of Ewing Kaufman or what it is, but in this community especially, um, business owners have a very strong sense of needing to give back to the community. And they'll, some small business owners will say, 
like with our 25 under 25 program, I know that's one of the components that we're judged on, that we're evaluated on. But when do I have time to tell my staff that they've got yet another three days to go out into the community and do this good work or, or that, you know, we, as a, as a business, I've set aside this much money to, uh, for different causes. I, I'm trying to focus on my business now and kind of to grow it. It's kind of like the idea, put your own oxygen mask on first or you won't be good for anybody. So how can I, how can I achieve those goals of wanting to give back without um, compromising, especially in certain stages of your business growth, without compromising uh, my focus on my business? And I think what you're talking about here is the answer. Every day, having your doors open, uh, you are having an impact without having some special program to give employees a certain number of days off or funds to contribute to certain charitable organizations. You're already doing mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just by being open, you're already mm-hmm. doing it. So I think that is great. We're talking here today with Josh Rowland. He is the vice chair of Lead Bank, and we're talking about their Grow Home initiative. Talk to us about your passion for entrepreneurship. You lead a bank that is very community-minded, that focuses strongly on small businesses. But I, I know you, Josh, and you are so passionate about small business. Where does that come from? Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that when I joined the bank in 2008, we were in the midst of a crisis. Oh, yes. And um, our bank had to make very, very deep changes in our culture and our practices. Yeah. The 90-year-old bank, right? 90-year-old bank. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had, to, we had to really think about what we were there for. Really, and, and I don't want to get too philosophical, but it was, it was essentially – an existential kind of moment. Do mm-hmm. we exist or not? And if we make the choice that if we're going to make the choice that we exist, we better figure out why. There better be a good reason because truth be told, nobody needs another bank. <laughs> and so if we were going to go out there and try to provide services, they had to have at their core a reason for being. And I got mad, frankly. I got mad at the disservice that banks had had uh, been to the small businesses in the in their in their markets, the ways in which uh, banks didn't take responsibility for what they did, the ways in which banks outsourced critical functions mm-hmm. like underwriting, yeah, um, and the ways in which I don't think that they properly invested in technology and systems and approaches to solving small business financing challenges because ultimately that's what a community bank can do that's better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. That's the difference is that we can serve small businesses and their owners and their staffs better than a big multi-state or multinational bank can because we're attuned to it. We live in the neighborhood. So when you get mad and you think we have to do something to be worth our existence, I started to just listen to the stories. I started to pay attention. I started to read your magazine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I started to think, really, if those things are at the heart of what a bank is supposed to do in a community, then we better figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we better fight for it. And we better tell the truth. And we better be the best advocate that we can. 
because that is why we are in existence. That is the function that the state of Missouri and ultimately the FDIC, the insurance, the federal insurance system, that is why they want us to do this business. That is why we have a charter. And if we don't get out there on the sidewalks, at the storefronts, and we don't deliver, then there really isn't any point in, what, in, in why we exist. So it was, that, it was that experience and that encounter with crisis and an existential moment for the bank that led me to say, I exist and this bank exists to serve small business, their owners and their staffs, their employees. That is what we have to do and we have to go fight for it. Yeah, and everything you've been doing since that moment, uh, you've been true to it. Talk to us about where this campaign goes. What's the next step? Or can you talk about that yet? <laughs> well, in some ways, Kelly, to talk about it as a campaign is almost false. True. That means the beginning and an end. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's a way of being. Mm-hmm. It's what community banks must do to be true to our charter and true to our value to the community. So I think it could go all sorts of places. I think uh, we're, we're planning on extending um, and telling more stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, in some ways, the sky's the limit. The reason why we make the impact calculator results shareable is we want to create a groundswell around impact around meaningful, community-focused impact and see where that takes our community. What if it became, as I said, a viral thing and it became the way that we talked about our civic life and business life and the connection? We are mutually engaged in growing our home together. Politics aside, Squabbles aside, we are mutually engaged in that. Absolutely. So what can we take from that as a community, and how do we grow the very notion Mm -hmm. of growing our home? So in many ways, you're issuing a challenge. So uh, it, it, will be a, it will be very interesting to watch this and see where it goes. I'm glad you brought up the shareable aspect because we didn't talk about that before. But once you go out and you put your information, your data into the calculator, you can share it uh, via social media and, and other ways. So what we haven't talked about is what is your website? The website is growhomekc.com. What is the main bank website? Lead.bank. You're doing great things. What would be, with hearing so many stories uh, since 2008, and particularly since launching the Grow Home Challenge, I'm going to start calling it a challenge, not a campaign, the Grow Home Challenge, what advice do you have for business owners? Certainly you've heard you know, numerous stories and challenges and so forth. So what piece of advice would you leave business owners with today? It's always hard because I don't feel that I have any right to give advice Mm. to any of the business owners whom I've met since 2008. They are working on challenges and ideas that that are beyond me. The one thing I would say is that Think hard about 
growing your impact. Because if we as citizens and residents of Kansas City can do that together, we will make Kansas City the entrepreneurial place that we aspire to be. But if we outsource it, if we don't make connections, if we don't connect what our activity is to what the next person's activity is, and that we don't find a way to bring those things together, then Kansas City is going to languish. And in fact, as you said, the word challenge, I'm brought back to the notion that really the entrepreneurial vision of Kansas City is not where we want it to be. No, we still have a long ways to we go. We have a long way to mm-hmm. go. So the challenge there is to, is to not become complacent and to recognize that the engagement of one small business here in Mission, Kansas, to a small business down the road, to a business further down the road, that connection and joint commitment to growing Kansas City, Kansas City in the entirety, mm-hmm. is what we need. It's about, in some ways, it's about self-sufficiency. And when you think about what you rely on, think about growing our home together. And, and we're going to end on that note. Uh, it, we're not where we can be, but we're having the dialogue. And people like you and others are pushing these kinds of messages forward. And, and, and that's where it starts. So thank you for doing that. And lead.bank, you can go there and you can get to the calculator that we've talked about today to find out what your impact, what your influence has been. Thank you very much, Josh. We appreciate having you on the show today and everything that you do in the community. It's always great to talk to you. And thank you for what you do thank you. in the community. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business and increase that impact, you can go to IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.